Welcome to the Next Level Communications podcast, the show that explores how to have more meaningful conversations and make real connections in business and in life. I'm your host, Eloise Leeson, founder of Olin, a Next Level Communication Consultancy. As a linguist, I'm passionate about helping people improve their ability to communicate. And on the show, we'll be discussing ideas and strategies to help you close the gap between what you think you're saying and what is actually being received by your customers. Effective communication takes empathy, self-awareness, and a commitment to seeing things from another person's perspective. My goal with this show is to get you talking about talking, thinking about brand, considering your language, and most importantly, focusing on that other person. Communication is at the heart of all relationships. My hope is that this show will help you nurture your connections through more conscious, impactful conversations. I am so glad that you are here. Welcome to the Next Level Communications Podcast, episode one, where we explore how to have meaningful conversations and make real connections in business and in life. And can I just tell you how glad I am that you are here. If you are listening to this, thank you so, so much. I am thinking especially of my amazing LinkedIn community and wider network. The fact that you have tuned in at all means the world to me. So with that said, you might know me and you might not, but for the sake of introductions, my name is Eloise Leeson-Smith. I got married in June, so I've got to add the second bit to my name now. Um, and I am a consultant, linguist and founder of Olim Communications. Um, for a little bit of background, and I do have to confess, the linguistics life chose me and not the other way around. I went to university originally to do French and history because I was good at them at school. And my academic advisors suggested I do a literature or linguistics for the course and the rest, ironically, was history. Um, so I went to uni to do this joint honours in French and history and I came out with a single honours in linguistics and an obsession with critical discourse analysis, with sociolinguistics, language and identity. How do we make meaning as communities? How do we create groups of of um identity and belonging and what does that mean for us now in a business context so after a career um, in genuinely in the truest sense of where like a hurtling from one thing to another in an uncontrolled fashion. I founded Olin in 2019 to help companies to close the gap between what they think they're saying and what is actually being received by their customers. Now, four years later, I am a strategic linguistic consultant focused on getting companies to shift their goals from conveying what it is that they want to say and instead really getting them to listen to what their customers need the most. And customers can mean anything in that context. It could be your clients, it can be the businesses that you work with, um, it can be actual paid customers, and it can also be your employees inside the business. And also notably, people who are considering working with you. That's a really interesting place to play. Um, but why why start a podcast like this, the Next Level Communications podcast? Um, and obviously it's about next level connections. It's about, um, you know, creating community. It's about getting to know other people. What is the reason for starting now? In all honesty, the statistics are <laughs> the main motivator because they're stark. So let's take that employee engagement as an example. According to Gallup data from 2023, only 32% of the world's employees are engaged with their roles and their day-to-day -day jobs. 
In the US, that number drops to 23%. And in the UK, it is an appalling 8% only. 73% of people actively consider leaving their jobs on a daily basis. But conversely, companies who do practice actively connecting with their staff, they boast a 71% engagement rate. And I feel it's so obvious, but I kind of, I do feel daft saying this, but for some reason, we seem to be we seem to need to be reminded that employee engagement is so important. It, it, your team are literally the engine of your business. And if you don't take care of that engine, fuel it, check in on the warning lights, you're going to go nowhere really quickly. It's also really expensive not to connect. Lack of engagement can cost companies between 400 and $500 billion, billion a year. Where where else could you be investing that money? In me, I'll help you. Um, but connecting with your staff and keeping them connected is critical. Um, not having detached employees come into the office every day, not only from a, the fact that it damages your bottom line, but also for them as people, that's not a healthy place for them to, to stay. So we can all agree on that. I hope. Um, but what about connecting with your customers? Now, a lot of the work that I do is in the B2B space. And as I love to say to all of my clients, you're not actually B2B, you are B2B to C, because ultimately you are considering problems that your clients' customers have at the end of the day. Um, but let's, let's take that as an example. Um, so a shout out to the very entertainingly titled Backlink Call. I genuinely can't help but say that in an Irish accent, um, who had a brilliant digest, and I will link these in the show notes. Um, but 74% of B2B marketers will set goals. Very noble. Only 3% of them will actually achieve. Um, now, I'm not saying that human connection is the sole reason those goals went unachieved, but I imagine that not focusing on your client or your client's customer in those marketing efforts is going to be why, one of the strong reasons why the results are so underwhelming. Um, and obviously, another key example of this is that even though email is one of the most effective channels for nurturing leads, 89% of all B2B emails come from a company name email, not a person. Um, and I, I can't mean, we, maybe we know each other, maybe we don't, but I can't imagine that you like being sold to by a, a nameless, faceless corporation. Your clients probably don't either. Um, so does the B2B space need to focus on more genuine connections? We all obviously could tell the answer is yes. You know, conversations that actually copy that feels like an actual conversation, email titles that are interesting to read and maybe have a little bit of humor in them. There's a lot of lack of human in what we're doing at the moment. And ultimately, despite how fast innovation, uh, you know, jumps up on us or how quickly digital revolutions seem to occur, the need for human connection is enduring and endless. And that's something that we should be prioritizing. But because it's enduring and endless, it's easy to downplay its importance and deprioritize it in the everyday. Um, and lastly, I would like to think about things maybe from more of a personal level. So these are from the, I think these were from Campaign Against Living Miserably, but I will double check these. Um, but Apparently, 49% of adults reported feeling lonely, uh, with responses being sometimes, often, or always. And we are experiencing loneliness on a scale of epic proportions. Chronic loneliness is the daily reality of 3.83 million people in Britain. And that's basically all of Wales, or two-thirds of Scotland, and then some. It, it's just, it blows my mind. So the time is now to engage with ourselves and with others. And while this show is obviously predominantly business-focused, we will definitely detour to more personal topics on the way. And I apologize in advance for the weird anecdotes that I will almost definitely share with you. Um, but for now, the goal with this season, season, check me out, it's, <laughs> it's to provide you with actionable tips and thought-provoking insights to help elevate those communication skills. 
this is a skill that is infinite. It's it's something that we use on a daily basis. It's so important for us to get to grips with. And with a linguistics background, my hope is that I can bring a fresh perspective to why it is that we say the things that we do. Why is it that we get offended around certain topics? How can we create some good practices in business to engage with our customers on a more human level? So some of the things that we'll be talking about this season will be why your brand, and obviously brand is sometimes the first communication experience that your clients have with you. It's a form of silent language and we will get onto that later on in the season. But if your brand is an accident, um, we need to figure out what the symptoms are of that. You know, it's likely that your results are a bit lumpy and not quite what you're after all. Things aren't working the way that you think they should. So the next episode, we'll talk about what are some of the symptoms of that? Where does that start to appear? Why is that not a great viable approach to business? And then in the next episode, we'll talk about research. So why is research so important? Well, because it's the foundation of all the insights you're going to base the things that you decide to do on. Um, but what are you researching? Why are you researching? Can you justify the questions that you're asking? How do you write a research script that doesn't lead the customer to the answer that you want them to give? How can you maintain a lack of bias in that space? Um, and let's flip that script. Let's turn questions like how can we get more share of wallet internally um, into how can we delight our customers so much that word of mouth becomes our best revenue stream? Doesn't that make you excited about business? And hey, let's figure out how you can understand what your clients are actually saying about you. Highlight the adjectives that they use. I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's going to be a really exciting episode. So if you totally sleep on the next episode, tune in for episode three because that one's going to be a doozy. Um, and then episode four is kind of like a bonus workshop between you and me. I'll walk you through all the questions that I ask my clients when I'm figuring out their brand, helping them figure out what that is. Um, so make sure you save that one and play it back and treat it like we are walking through this workshop together. Um, and then once you've got the beginnings of that brand, this tends to be the bit that every business gets wrong. So you have this great idea, you have a fabulous agency come in, they help you create a ton of very sexy brand values. Um, but unless you have creative brand values that really resonate across the board, what's likely going to happen is you'll get a fabulous report on what's gone on and that's going to live in a drawer for the rest of time. Um, so rather than have a three-page nonsense document that gets left in the filing cabinet, um, let's make this emotionally resonant. Let's kind of, you know, breathe some life into what's going on and how can you get a buy-in from the people inside your organization to help them feel engaged. That's that employee engagement piece in there as well. And it's not just about doing the right thing or making it happen. It's genuinely about living and breathing something you're genuinely proud. How many times can this woman say genuinely in a sentence, but something you are really proud of on a daily basis? Um, and that comes into things like sociolects and co-creating meaning and all these good things that we'll get to. Um, and then in episode six, we'll bring it all together into customer-led messaging. Um, so how do you blend the two and, and why is that important? Your customer gets to tell you what it is that you have in terms of the impact and the value that you add, but you get to tell them how you do it. So there's definitely some kind of real customer-led messaging in that sense. We will detour here and there, absolutely. But my ultimate hope is that this show will help you to nurture your connections and yourself through the conversations that you're going to have. So any ideas, any thoughts, any suggestions, any comments, uh, all very gratefully and gladly received. I would love if you're listening to this and we're not connected on LinkedIn, please reach out. You can find me. I'm Eloise Leeson. really need to update that or my husband's going to tell me off. Um, but you can find me um, on LinkedIn 
I would absolutely love to hear from you. If anybody wants to get in touch with comments, feedback, requests, questions, any of that, you can get me on Eloise, that's E-L-O-I-S-E, at Olimcoms, that's O-L-I-M-C-O-M-M-S dot com. Um, and Olim, which again, I often get this question, Olim is a, <laughs> so it's a word that senators used in the Praetorium um, way back when, and not to kind of capitalise on the ancient Roman podcast of TikTok at the moment, but um the senators use this word to indicate that something was about to be said of particular importance. It means once, um, but it also means more fundamentally that now is the time to listen. And I think that's a great note to wrap up our first episode on. I am so glad that you are here. Thank you for listening. I hope you have the best rest of your day and we'll see you in the next episode.